Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Sheffield Live. Yes, good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. Uh, my name is Luke Crofts. And I'm James Hargreaves. Hope you're well out there on this dire Sunday afternoon, it has to be said, in Sheffield. Um, how's your week been, James? It's been good, it's been good. Um, been very busy uh, and also just spent a lot of time wasted on playing uh, the new Star Wars Battlefront game. <laughs> Marvellous. Is it any good? Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's the essence of Star Wars. Is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Feel, feels like you're actually in the film. Really? Yeah. Oh, Marvellous. Have you not been to any gigs in this week? Uh, not this week, no, no. I've um, been, been listening to quite a bit of Sheffield music, uh, just checking out some stuff that's going on, but uh, not being out as such. Well, I think this is the first week that I've actually not been to a gig. Is it? Yeah, in the last something like three or four weeks. Yeah. So, um, bit weird. Um, how's your Christmas shopping coming on? Have you? Did you? Did you get uh, hooked on Black Friday madness? I, I spent like some money yesterday just buying some rubbish because it was Black Friday. Uh, but yeah, that's my Christmas shopping pretty pretty much done. I don't I don't do do a great deal of Christmas shopping anyway. No, I um I didn't partake in all the Black Friday. Uh, Stuff. Um, there, there were some really good deals, especially on Amazon. Um, yeah. Around, especially on booze. There were yeah, a lot of good yeah. uh, booze offers on. But I, I look at Amazon and I remember the very first Black Friday they did several years ago. And it, like compared to that, the stuff on there now is just tap, tap for yeah. nothing. Well, um, Asda said they weren't going to do it this year. Um, and to be fair, I don't think they really missed out because it's not like they come and do a grocery shop after they've bought all the. Electricals. They don't. No, they, no. they come geared up to get whatever they can get their hands on, and then they leave. So you end up making a loss on it anyway. And I think they'd realise that this year. Well, did you see the uh, the complaints about Tesco that opened at five a.m. for Black Friday, yeah, and people yeah. went in to do the normal shopping and got turned away? Did they? Yeah, they got turned away because they opened at five a.m. for Black Friday deals, uh, and then. Um, didn't allow anyone to do regular shopping until after 7am apparently oh well what's all that about why not yeah well I thought that's the the idea to get people in to come and buy it (laughs) buy buy lots of stuff it's like a loss leader almost isn't it well it's got to be but but, but like you say the stuff that's actually on now um, it's like rubbish tellies yeah. Like digi home tellies and all that, you, you know what I mean. You can get you can get a massive telly for a reasonable price, but how long is it going to last? You know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think the um, the, the shine's sort of been taken away from it now. Um, Cyber Monday though tomorrow. Yes, yeah. It's apparently it, the biggest online shopping day, isn't it? Well, is there any point to it though? Because sort of Black Friday lasts all weekend anyway, doesn't it? Well, so, it, it lasted all all last week. That's it's, what I mean. It started, so, it started from Monday last week so all why, the way through to now. So why do we need a Cyber Monday? When the Black Friday deals have been on since sort of Wednesday afternoon or whatever. It's, it's an American tradition, isn't it? I think um, in America they don't do your traditional Boxing Day sales and January sales. And so it it works out that they do their sales before Christmas. And obviously that trend has come over here now. Mm, looks like it, definitely. Um, well, there's been a lot going on this week and it's a, a lot of it... Um, is sport related. Yeah. Um, Jamie Vardy, who we were talking about last week, chef lad, um, playing for Leicester, has broken the record. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. beaten um, Rude Van Nistelrooy's uh, uh, record. <laughs> he said the word and never got it. That's he, he scored. for consecutive goals, isn't it? Yeah, he scored um, in 11 consecutive games now. Uh, and he's the top scorer with 14 up to now. Um, and Rude Van Nistelrooy did, did send him a tweet just saying, you know, congratulations. So I think that's that's great for uh, great for him. Um, I think he did, were he, did he, were he at Wednesday at one point and then and then left as a kid, yeah. And then uh, kind of got rejected by Wednesday. Went and yeah. played for Stocksbridge Park Steels for a while. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, and then got picked up from there. Uh, was it Halifax or somewhere like that? He ended up going to and then got picked up uh, Leicester. Is it? Yeah, yeah, Leicester, and uh, <laughs> I saw something on, on Twitter actually which made me laugh, and it said, uh, for all of you uh, Chelsea fans wondering who um, Claudio Ranieri is, he was the manager before you supported him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like that one. 
Um, so, yeah, he's broken the record. That's great. Um, Andy Murray is in the final of the Davis Cup today. Yeah. Um, and he he and his brother Jamie won the doubles yesterday. Um, so if he wins, if he wins, I think Great Britain have won overall, uh, which is the first. It'll be the first time in seventy nine years, right? If math serves. Last time he won it was nineteen thirty six. So yeah. yeah, I'm not a big tennis fan to be honest. But, no, but you know. Each to their own, and, and well played for him if he if he goes through and does that and yep. gets that championship after all this time. Yeah, no, be good. Well, he, he was the first um, first uh, British uh, male since Fred Perry to yeah. win Wimbledon, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. So, and it, it looks like he'll be for, you know doing the same thing. Um, last man to win it was uh, Fred Perry in 1936, who obviously then went on to have a famous fashion clothing range. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. <laughs> Obviously not, that was a joke. For hooligans everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, leave it there. Um, and then Ronnie, uh, Ronnie's decided not to uh, defend his crown in the UK Championships, which started this week. Oh, Ronnie O'Sullivan, yeah. Yeah, now I have to say, um, some, some said it's a strange decision. Um, it is. It is seems to have lost its uh, lost its glossy out, Ronnie, there. I was watching yesterday, and there was Stuart Bigham, who was the reigning world champion, versus Anthony Hamilton, and it was one of the worst snooker matches I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Not not quite up there with uh, uh, Graham Dot and Peter Ebden, but dire. I ended up switching it off. So I'm not sure uh, I'm not sure how exciting it's going to be without Ronnie, so hopefully he comes back soon. Well, he, he adds that extra bit of flair to it, doesn't he? He's got that personality and that arrogance kind of thing. And yeah, well, he's just... He's just um, by far, in my opinion, the best player that's ever played the game. Yeah. Uh, he's just a special, special talent. Um, but yeah, he's, he's one of the big characters as well, which um, which is what you want. When you you, you absolutely teams. need it. Every, every sport needs the characters to kind of draw the fans in. The fans need someone to relate to, and uh, you know they, they, they can uh, follow and, and become a, a fan of. And mm. Ronnie O'Sullivan's that kind of person. You, you know, you had, you had back in the 80s Steve Davis and things like that, which, you know, boring. no personality, very boring. And Everybody hated him because he was yeah. winning everything. He wasn't much of a character and, uh, you know, he didn't like him at all. Whereas, whereas Ronnie, uh, he's, probably not, he's probably underachieved in the game, really, because yeah. of, uh, of his sort of temperament um, issues. But uh, he, was, he was just sort of starting to win everything again and, and now he's sort of taking a sabbatical. They've asked him if he's going to come back for the mass in January. He says, I'm not sure. Then again, you, everything he says, you've got to take with a pinch of salt. Cause you he's he's done it before, hasn't he, for the uh, oh, Crucible World Championship? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's resigned. Uh, he's resigned. He's retired from the game loads of times, right? Yeah. You've just got to take what he says with a pinch of salt, I think. Yeah. But, but you know, legend. He's obviously got the talent to be able to do this kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, music-wise, what have we got lined up, first of all, James? First of all, we have the Sherlock's. Uh, these are a Sheffield band. I'm sure many people might have heard of these. They um, charted a few times with their last few releases. Uh, they, they supported Reverend on the Reverend of the Makers on their last tour. They're supporting the Libertines on their next tour, and they're playing the main room at Plug on the 19th of December. Well, if you are uh, struggling to listen live, that's because we're having problems with the website. But you, are, you can get us on uh, 93.2 on the FM if you're in Sheffield. But this is the Sherlock's, and what's it called again? This is Heart of Gold. Heart of Gold.
That's a Sherlock's with Heart of Gold. Not many bands in Sheffield can sell out the main room at Plug, but it looks like the Sherlock's might be doing that for this December show. And when's that again? That's the 19th of December, just before Christmas, so it's oh. a bit of a Christmas knees up and uh, the Sherlock's playing. Marvellous. I would just uh, You just reminded me there, in the car I've got um, Smooth Christmas. There's a DAB station, um, obviously through Smooth, which is all Christmas music. Um, and it's it's literally... All of the worst Christmas hits. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's not even December yet, Luke. Are you listening to, <laughs> to Christmas radio? Well, I've got um, I've got a new hire car, um, and it's got it's it's a bit hard to work out. But you can have six stations, and if you flip between, it only goes on them six, and then you have to scan again. Right. So, and I've, I just can't be bothered to change it. So I've got I've got that in one of the six. So it just it, if I flick on, it's on. So it's um, a Mariah Carey on loop, is it? Um, we've had Mariah Carey, Shawaddy Waddy with Hey Mr. Christmas. Wow. All, all, of, the, all of the best stuff. All the greats, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, so do you reckon they'll do a Christmas cover of something then, James, or not? Uh, I don't know. They're quite a serious band, the Sherlock's, but they're, they're doing really well. They've, uh, as I say, they're supporting the Libertines on their next tour, and they've supported Reverend and the Makers on their last tour. They, they've done a few festivals last year as well, so they're making a name for themselves, and their last few singles are charted as well, so... For a, she- a humble Sheffield band, they're doing really well. Awesome. Um, now, I saw something in the news, um, which I mean, I think she's like Marmite. You either you either like her or you don't. Katie Hopkins. Oh, now she yeah. she's done a she's doing a guest lecture. Um, have you have you seen it in the uh, yes, yeah, in the news? One of my favourite stories of the week. There. No, go on. You lead with it then. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Well, apparently it was at uh, Brunel University, wasn't it? And uh, she went to do a debate um, in, in one of the auditoriums there and the students filled it out so she got a really good crowd there as soon as she came on and started talking they all stood up, turned their backs to her and walked out <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah uh, I mean, what what do you think about her? Do she, you know, she is quite a controversial figure and she loves going on Twitter and causing a storm, doesn't she? Yeah, she, but she's a professional at doing that. that it's, it's her purpose in life to do that, to wind people up, to have that controversial opinion. And the more that people react to it, the more famous she gets, the more coverage she gets, the more she gets asked to do these shows. And at the end of the day, it's, it's just one of those things that people are feeding because... I, I, I don't believe that she has all of these opinions all of the time. No, I, no, I she, think I think she just goes for the the minority uh, kind of controversial opinion just to get out there and get her face in the news. Well, she was on. Um, well, she's she's a regular on uh, this morning, which is primarily w- uh, watched by um, you know stay at home mums that that have got the kids to look after. Yeah, uh, and some of the things that she, I mean, she, t- she it's as if she targets that. That audience. It's a, it's a very clever piece of targeting as well because they're the kind of people that will be uh, s- sat at home, as you say, they stay at home mums and stuff. They're the ones that will be watching it and, you know, your Jeremy Kyle kind of audience. And they're the ones that will get offended by it and then start tweeting and Facebooking because they've got nothing else to do in the day generally. So <laughs> I, I, that's probably a controversial opinion as well. But <laughs> well, she, she, she did um, Celebrity Big Brother, which is an. In, in essence, a uh, popularity contest yeah. for people that have sort of taken a tumble in the career, if you like. And uh, she almost won. Yeah, yeah. She's she's got a following for the stuff she says. But but anyone gets followers. Look at Britain First on Facebook. And you look at oh god, like, all all these things that get spread around and shared. Mm. Um, you know what some people might considered to be offensive or, you know, silly opinions. On Facebook, you can share anything and you can have any opinion, and that's fair enough, but, you know, uh, she's got her followers, so she, she's, you know, 
what, what can you say about that? She's obviously got her opinions and uh, people well, think, latch on to it. I think, I mean, she she did, she had uh, quite a bit of a... Uh, she she has to be around people that have got an opinion, and the people that didn't like Keith Jagman, I think I remember him having battles uh, because she was like, "Oh, she's calling him Switzerland all the time." She's sat on the fence. Yeah. So she is opinionated, and that's how she is. But I think what a lot of people saw is that it is a bit of a um, bit of a show. She's not really like that. Like you say, I think she just says it for um, just to get rises out of people. Yeah. Just on uh, just on Britain first, I watched a documentary on BBC Three about them. All right. And. Uh, it was, I mean, obviously, some of the content um, was quite shocking. Um, they were, you know, aggravating certain people to get the result that they wanted for the propaganda that they were trying to, you know, throw out, throw yeah. out on there. Yeah. Um, but as as the sort of the BBC Three, uh, the guy that was doing the documentary, sort of got a bit more into it, and they sort of stirring themselves up, they they cut it out. They, they said, "We're not doing it anymore." Yeah, yeah. Um, they realised that the, the 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 image they wanted to show wasn't wasn't working. Um, so that was it. They just uh, said, "Well, we're not doing it anymore." Funny that, isn't it? Mm. But yeah, they, uh, Britain first off, they're very clever in what they do. They they share things that generally people agree with, uh, which has kind of undertones of you know the um, the other opinions, uh, the controversial opinions as such. And people almost unwittingly share it, tied to Britain First, without knowing there's Britain First that they're sharing. Um, but yeah, I've just just got a text in actually. Uh, a text has flooded in. A text, it's it's, it's a veritable flood, uh, saying it's a massive generalisation, and not all people that are at home in the day uh, are stay-at-home mums. Of course not. That's not what I meant. I, I meant <laughs> I meant the audience for that kind of uh, yeah, content. No, what I meant, what I meant was that the people that. that that she was targeting, she knew that we we're going to be watching. So yeah. she'd gone on that show as a as a medium to directly aggravate yeah. those people. Is what that, I was trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I when I worked in retail, I had a day off in the week, and I'm certainly not a stay at home mum. So no, we didn't, didn't mean anything by that. Yeah. And uh, just on that as well, if um, you can get in touch, if you're listening, uh, get us on Twitter at the Squeak at T H E S Q W E E K, and on Facebook slash the Squeak as well, and uh, have your say on on. The matters we're talking about. Yeah, lovely, uh, lovely review from Sheffield Band Magazine. I, yes. I thought that was uh, extremely funny. Yeah, have you got it there? It's uh, after last week's show when we had uh, Danny Pietnik, wasn't it? And uh, uh, yeah, let me let me try and find it. Was it on the Facebook group or was uh, it on was it, the I Twitter? Think I got it here. Actually, it was on Facebook. Sheffield Band Magazine uh, said every now and then uh, something comes along that's so wonderful you have to give it a go. Uh, the Squeak is a new Sheffield live show and podcast and manages to combine playing the odd local band's music with accidental partridge-esque chatter about potholes, memorable handshakes and other things you knew you didn't really care about until they remind you. Yeah. Give it a go. What's the worst that can happen? I, I fully agree. Yeah, it, it, it started off, it, 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 you know, it, it got less complimentary towards the end but I thought it was really funny. <laughs> and I can't find it. Where's it gone? Was it on Twitter? It, it was on Facebook on Wednesday, I think, when, when we put the... Uh, podcast on YouTube. All right. I don't really understand how this page works, you know. In fairness, it's, it's Facebook. It will have some kind of algorithm. To it's confuse really complicated, you. though. I, I mean, for, for everybody else, it's fine, but because we we're admin of it, it's, it's a bit of a nightmare. I'll just let you deal with it, James. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Katie Hopkins is, is is out of the way and gone. Um, thankfully. Yeah. Um, watch out for on this morning if you're if you're a stay-at-home mom or indeed anybody that's home <laughs> during the day. Yeah, indeed. Uh, what have we got next on the musical front? Uh, let's go for Adelphi. Um, these. Uh, I thought you were going to say Adele. No, no. Uh, Dave, Dave would have gone bald. Uh, our mate Dave, who's uh, said that he's a bit annoyed with us speaking about Adele all the time. Well, just while you mention Adele, James. Oh, funny, um, funny that. <laughs> <laughs> Just for Dave, yeah, Dave's yeah. Adele segment. Um, well, we were t- we, she came up in the car because uh, we were saying, you know, obviously they brought out Band Aid uh, 30 last year and she wasn't in it for whatever reason because she was, uh, you know, she wasn't doing anything. She, she'd deliberately taken a break, so she wasn't in it. Um, but she's broken um, all sorts of records. She's sold something like three, 3.4 million copies in its first week in the US. Crazy. So she's broken, broken all sorts of records. That's a lot of people being depressed listening to that music, isn't it? I don't think it's depressing. <laughs> I like it. As I said last week, 
in isolation, one or two tracks are great, but uh, <laughs> you know, a full album, I, I couldn't do it to be honest. Yeah, well, I've not listened to the album. I've not bought. Maybe I'll get it as a Christmas present. Hmm? No, I don't really want it as a Christmas <laughs> present. I'll just I'll just listen to it on the radio. Any, any any of Luke's family listening, taking that hint? Well, she's not. Um, she's not put it on Spotify, no, so I can't not. get it. I can only get the single. And there's, there's a few artists kind of kicking off Spotify at the minute, and you know, it's a bit ironic that she then puts it on Apple Music and things. Oh, in fact, she hasn't put it on Apple Music. No, it's Taylor Swift. She yeah. fell out with Spotify. Yeah, and that's right. So, so Adele's it's not um, on Apple Music either. Is she not? No. Mm. Which is in- interesting. It's, there's there's a whole big debate about that over how, how much the bands get. Well, we'll, we'll we'll go into that after Adelphi. So tell us more about Adelphi. Adelphi, again local. They're fronted by. Two of you know one of the best um, songwriters in, in Sheffield, Matt Longdon and Ollie King. Um, they supported the Ordinary Boys at Plug recently. All right. Um, and Matt Longdon, uh, they do the solo stuff every so often as well. So Matt Longdon will be playing uh, Carmeloni Presents at Yellow Arch next year, and cool. you can get tickets from that from uh, Carmeloni on his Facebook page and things. But this one is called Ego Tamer. Ego Tamer. This is Adelphi on the Squeak ninety three point two FM. Give us a shout on Twitter at The Squeak. Ego Tamer by Adelphi there. It's a cracking song, that. I love it. And uh, Carl Maloney agrees as well. Obviously, he's putting them on for his uh, Carl Maloney Presents at Yellow Arch next year. Um, or Matt Longdon, at least, is will be playing that. But, uh, yeah, he's put Love We Are Adelphi. They're at We Are Adelphi on Twitter. He's put Rate Band, as, as he does in his <laughs> Sheffield accent. <laughs> Lovely, yeah. Times um, how he speaks. He's also tweeted in to say... Uh, 
he's listening to see what, what chocolate bar we mentioned this week. He's saying that curly whirlies have had their time. Oh, absolutely. And you know, chocolate bars just aren't as good as they used to be, are they? No. And I'm sure it's not just because obviously when we were kids they seemed a lot bigger. Uh, and now they don't seem as big, but they are making them smaller. Yeah. Even the, uh, you know, the boxes of celebrations and uh, and whatnot. So, <laughs> Did you just bang, just bang it on? Just bang my elbow there. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm Funny right. bone. I Funny keep, bone. Yeah, not very humorous. Ooh. Um, yeah, even the boxes of, uh, you know, the roses and that, they're getting smaller. Yeah, yeah. But the price is not going down, James. No, of course not. It's, it's like wagon wheels, isn't it? Oh, wagon wheels are rubbish these days, I yeah. have to say. They used to be the, the size of CDs, and now they're the size of Japanese Mini discs. Almost. <laughs> yeah, mini discs. <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to them, they were rubbish. Yeah. Do you know, I remember uh, a, a, a friend of my uh, my older brother's who um, he'd bought a new car, and he'd, he'd negotiated with him, and he said, right, unless you put me a mini disc player in, not buying it. So oh, right. they put him one in, and then obviously it all flopped, didn't it? I, I all loved went to my mini disc player. I, I had a mini disc player. I, I loved that you could record onto mini disc. I, I loved that how portable it was. Yeah, they, they were brilliant for me. Well, they were. They were. It, it was good, but obviously not soon after the MP3 and the iPod and everything yeah, yeah. came out, and that was that was that. It's like the last iCard. I, I didn't even have a CD player. Do you no, remember? Yeah, yeah. We got in, I was like... Because they tend to hide them these days, so in the glove box or yeah. they're under a flap or something. This so one didn't have one I remember all. searching around the car trying, trying to find... Yeah. I was like, James, I want to put Adele on. Uh, where's the CD player? Yeah, You're obsessed with Adele. <laughs> I like Adele. I do, I like it. <laughs> oh, Dave will love you for this. Mm. But yeah, Curly Whirlies have had their day. And Curly Whirlies, yeah, absolutely. The, the cost of them, like... They used to be, what, 10p curly whirlies? Like the Freddos and stuff like that. They used to be bigger and cheaper, and now they're smaller and more expensive. Yeah. And But to be fair, I can't really deal with any sort of toffee-based sweet. Really? Um, you know, and if, if I get a box of roses um, or anything similar, um, at, the, at the end it's just the, the toffee pennies and the long, thin toffee sticks yeah. that are left. They don't do them anymore, do they, in roses, I think? Um, they do. They do one of them. But oh. that's all that ends up getting left, and then yeah. I just throw them away. I, I only say that because we had a box of roses this week and, oh, right. uh, to ourselves, me, me and my <laughs> other half, and we, we got down to the bottom, you know, when you get to the end and there's just the flavours that you don't like. Yeah, that, well, that's that, the only one I don't like is the toffees. Yeah. Which ones Which ones do you get left in your house? Um, the coffee ones, generally. Uh, ah, see, I, when I were a kid, I didn't like the coffee ones, but as I've matured... Um, Have you? <laughs> Well, only in certain ways. I've just, I've, I forgot. I've got my glasses on today. I've just gone to scratch my eye and poke myself in the bloody, in the glasses. That's very mature. I know. Yeah, excellent. Like cheddar. Yeah. Ooh, very good. We're not doing cheese puns again. But yeah, we had the uh, the coffee one left in in the box the other day, and Rachel didn't didn't know what it was. So like, you oh. want to finish off the roses? So I've had had enough now. <laughs> she put it in her mouth, took a bite, and then ended up spitting it out. Bless her. See, that's the thing. In see, at least you know. Well, obviously, if you if you if you're playing trickery on somebody, then they don't. But at least you know because you've got like a menu of sorts. Yeah. Um, but if you get a bag of revels, different beast. Oh yeah, revels. Yeah, I, I really like revels. They're one of my favourite uh, confectionery packets. We mentioned them all today, aren't we? Yeah. Um, what was I going to talk about? It's gone. I think we've covered enough chocolate. But oh yeah, no. Um, the sorry, the Freddos. Um, yeah. they used to be ten p. Yeah, and they've they've gone up in price. And I get inflation. Are they like twenty five pence or something now? Oh, they're a rip off. Yeah, well, it's like if you're going to buy a chocolate bar and you're in a supermarket, you may as well just get a pack of four. Yeah, yeah. Because if you can get a pack of four for a quid or a chocolate bar sixty five p. Yeah. How does that work? It's a no brainer, isn't it? It's a no brainer. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's a no brainer of the. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss since 2013 Bombas has donated over 100 million socks underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness if we counted those on air this ad would last over 1157 days but if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible it would take just a few clicks because every time you make a purchase Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Let's, uh... Do you know? Maybe. Why not? <laughs> Let's have that one. It's got to be better than historical handshake and a lot easier to come by. Um, just back on Spotify, what do you make of it then? Spotify, it's, it's both a blessing and a curse because it gives everybody the access that they want to, to music. But, you know, is it a cost of the artists that are doing it? I think the average kind of, it's, it's shrouded in mystery, but the average kind of price that's been worked out that artists get from it is 0. 0.06 pence mm. and, and yeah. per play. But then you also factor in, is you're essentially just renting a listen of a song, aren't you? So you're not going to pay an artist like 50 pence to listen to it once. It's... It's, uh, there's arguments on both sides. Well, my my thinking is that the industry's moved on now, and you know the the public have moved on with it. So you've got to kind of embrace it a bit, and you know through action, the the artists and the publishers have got to try and get the uh, the royalties up from those companies. Well, I think if you um, the best way to do it, if you make uh, a, a playlist and put all your songs in there. If you keep playing that playlist, then it's going to get played. But it, what they try and do now, if your playlist isn't long enough, then they'll put some suggested tracks in there. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, personally, I, um, I, I I have Spotify. I quite like it. But Taylor Swift, who we mentioned earlier, she, um, she's not gone on Spotify, but she's gone on Apple Music. So there must mm. be some fairer way of splitting the royalties in Apple Music. Yeah, well, she in- initially pulled it from Apple Music and then... Uh, did a public post about how she mm. thought that artists were getting treated unfairly and the head of Apple Music tweeted her back with a response saying we're looking into it and essentially changed it and you know capitulated uh, through the action of Taylor Swift so she she's helped out artists everywhere mm. I, don't, I don't understand though why Adele has not put uh, the album on but she's put a single on either, either all of it or none of it surely I don't understand that it's, it's marketing isn't it you just put your single on it gets lots of plays and then it, it essentially markets your album as well. People hopefully go out and then buy it because they can't access it on there. Oh, actually, yeah, I suppose if you think about it in that way, it's a stroke of genius, really. Yeah. Adele, let us know. Get in touch. Uh, I've given her a follow, so <laughs> follow, follow, follow back. Do you think she's seen your tweet today that you're on air and she's, she's uh, tuned in? <laughs> well, you never know. She might not be able to listen live, though, because she's not in oh, Sheffield, yeah. is she? Well, apparently the Listen Live link is working. I don't know how, how you get to it, but the, the homepage of the website is yeah. now. But, but the Listen Live link is working. Yeah, so if you, if, if you can guess the uh, the Listen Live address, then that would be marvellous. And if you could let us know, that would be great. Uh, yeah, I know some people have managed to get on. Um, so, my, my, if, well, if it's, if it's a rubbish show, then it won't matter, because you know, about three people have listened anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's always a bonus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Spotify. I'm 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 an advocate for, but see, because I don't really have any CDs anymore as well. Yeah, so it's good just to listen through my phone or my iPad or whatever. But the, the best way, you know, if you're a music fan, the best way of supporting a band is literally to go to the gigs. Absolutely, and, and you know, buy buy the tickets for the gigs, and if they got merch there, buy the merch. Their CDs, there, their T-shirts or whatever. Yeah, and, and, wh- and whatever you do, directly. Whatever you do, don't. Have your phone out for the entire gig. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> or, or, a, or a backpack, Carl. Yeah. Um, so what what else have we got lined up on the musical? Uh, on the music, we've got uh, Circus Wolves, uh, another band that I want to have a look at. These are actually a Manchester-based band. Um, they supported uh, Slow Readers Club in Leeds recently. Oh, they? yeah. I've been just on Slow Readers Club. They've been posting all sorts of uh, stuff from the gigs, and they've been, yeah. having, they've been having a great following. I think they were in Manchester last night. Um, yeah. And it looked like an awesome, awesome That's gig. The homecoming for them, isn't it? Absolutely packed out. Uh, so it looked great. And they played Liverpool. They played Leeds. They, they, you know, up and coming. They're they're really good. Al Neil uh, was that impressed with them recently. His, his friends of the band anyway. But he's literally gone to all of their gigs. Yeah. Since uh, since they started this tour, so he's almost a fanboy <laughs> up in up in the front row. Um, but yeah, this band Circus Wolves, they uh, they recently played um, gigs that were well, well received at uh, West Street Live and at South Sea Live in Sheffield as well. Uh, and this this one they sent me, it's called Adoration. Adoration? I tell you what though, if, if Neil was stood in front, you, you wouldn't really see much if you stood behind him, would you? No, no. <laughs>
Circus Wolves Adoration, I love that tune. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really good. Yes, uh, um, if you want to follow them, they're on uh, Facebook slash Circus Wolves. So give give them a follow. And uh, just to let you know as well, if you're having troubles with the website and you're listening to us on FM but you want to listen on the website, we've just retweeted a link to the live player that is working. Um, the homepage of the website doesn't seem to be working, but the live player we've retweeted a link to. So have a look on at the squeak. Error establishing a database connection. That must be the worst kind of database error. Yeah, I, just, I would just remember connection error. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. Um, just had a text. Can't believe you're talking about Adele again. Well, he said taking about. Well, I think he meant talking. Yeah, about. I'd imagine. Read between the lines. Sorry, Dave. Um, it's becoming a regular feature, Dave. Just for you, it's Dave's Adele segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why not? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, we were just talking about Jamie Fardinham while, while we're off air. Um, and Wednesday, uh, Wednesday aren't doing bad, actually, this season, are they? And no. they had a decent result away at Blackburn. Um, and I'm going to see them on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to Stoke. I'm really excited. Because I think coming off the... I mean, Stoke's a difficult difficult place to go. And it always was when Tony Pulis was in charge. Yeah. Um, but they're, they've just been hammered by Sunderland. And we've just had a... A, a decent draw away at Blackburn, so I think going into that we should uh, should give them a game. What do you reckon, James? Yeah, I think so. Like you say, Tony Pulis kind of shut down Stoke, didn't he? He made mm. it almost a fortress down there, but yeah. na- nowadays they're uh, much more inviting to go to as, as an away club. Yeah, um, and yeah, after after some of the results we've had, you know, Lucas Zhao seems to be on form, and we're having you know a, a great time of it. Uh, I think we're eighth in the league currently, but there's. It's quite close up at the top. Um, it's, it's could it's been a good season for us at last, really. Um, well, yeah, I mean, a few a few uh, a few people on on Twitter were saying, you know, it's been a bit sluggish, and I'm like, well, it's the best best we've performed in, well, as long as I can remember, yeah. to be honest, and probably since we got relegated from the Premier League. So the thing back, you know, just a few years ago, where uh, at the end of the season we got relegated when we played Crystal Palace, and just, you know. We can't say that this season has been any kind of failure in comparison to stuff like that. Well, in the last probably 15 years, um, it's about as much uh, likelihood that we've we've experienced of possibly finishing in the top six in the championship. Yeah, yeah, um, and you know, hopefully we will do, and hopefully we'll get up there. Um, well, if, if we don't, you know, at least at least we've uh, we've had a good season. Yeah, and something to build on for next. Well, exactly, it's a platform for. Uh, for next season if it doesn't happen now uh, and you know the guy that nobody had heard of seems to be doing a pretty decent job yes so yeah. he, got, he, yeah. got, he got a mixed reception didn't he when he first came and, and suddenly you know in Carlos we trust well I mean my uh, my brother and his, his mate Rob are, um, are massive football fans in general um, and if they've not heard of somebody then it's a bit of a worry and they'd never heard of him and I'm like oh god that's not a good sign but I, no, he's I'd heard of him, but only kind of in the context of he'd had so many clubs over so many years. Mm, yeah, fourteen and clubs in fourteen years or yeah. something ridiculous. But, but now, if you know. had, if you'd have had, if you if you'd gone for a job interview, you'd be like, okay, Mister Crofts, uh, so you've had fourteen jobs in fourteen years. Why is that then? Um, you'd be uh, you'd be struggling to justify that, wouldn't you? Well, you struggle to justify that, or you struggle to justify a big, massive gap on your CV, don't you? Mm. Have you been in the nick or something? <laughs> You've been away. Yeah. But uh, not to... We're both Wednesday fans, obviously, not to uh, disparage any United fans listening out there. Um, I don't think your season's going too well, is it, unfortunately? But... Um, did you just do a laugh then? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm there trying to well, trying to balance the... the well, you didn't do a very good job, did you? Let's be honest. <laughs> Um, they played Barnsley at the weekend. Yeah. Um, did they draw? I, I genuinely don't know. I'm just trying to find them in the league table. Where are they? 
I'm not one of these Wednesday fans that's obsessed with United, as a lot of Wednesday fans seem to be. No, I mean, to be fair, I, I don't mind a bit of banter, but some people take it far too yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. it was one all, one all draw away, um, and the 12th in the uh, League One at the moment. Yeah. Well, good on them. Um, but yeah, we, we're not trying to purposefully leave any United stuff out, we're just not necessarily United fans. Uh, no, <laughs> Nigel Adkins in charge, and uh, I think a lot of people were surprised when he went to manage United because obviously he, mm. Premier League and, and and whatever else. So to drop to League One was a bit of a surprise, but it's uh, it's been a bit of a slow start, I think. But you know, it, I think it'd be good to be in the same league because we've not had a derby for a couple of years, have we? That's it. the best kind of scenario for uh, both clubs. There's both clubs to do it and get into the Premier League and have a, have a Premier League um, derby. Premier League derby would be awesome, yeah. I reckon that you know we could compete with the likes of Liverpool and Manchester and all the London clubs on levels of derby. The passion that goes around mm. on a derby day is brilliant. And you know, when you think when you look at some of the clubs in the Premier League, um, the I mean, I know they're not now, but the likes of Fulham and QPR that have been in the Premier League in recent seasons, they're only on something like 18,000. Yeah. Um, yeah. People um, and our grounds are, you know, 30, 30, 30 odd thousand capacity. So we've definitely got uh, the scope for it. Yeah, in- indeed. And you know, football's football. It's a passionate thing. Um, full of passionate supporters in Sheffield. <laughs> full, full of passionate supporters, and, and for us to get up there would would be great. Um, both teams in the Premier League doing. The, uh, a derby would be fantastic. Do you know what I think? You know, like uh, BBC uh, Radio, you know, when they've got a camera that you can watch live. Yeah. I yeah. think I think that would be great if we could have one of those. Yeah. Well, I've got a GoPro. I've been tempted to bring my GoPro in and do that as the YouTube, because we put, put oh, the shows really? on YouTube. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. i um, been tempted to do, to bring that in. Might do that next week. Get, get me poking myself in, in, the, in the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Not doing that again next you can week. See, you can see all the behind-the-scenes stuff of there where I just lost my train of thought because I was trying to read <laughs> <laughs> and signal to Luke what track. Oh yeah, it's all good fun. Um, it, well, it was it was a choice between the contact lenses this morning or catching the breakfast at Weatherspoons before the twelve o'clock cut off. So yeah. I opted for the breakfast. What have we got now, then, James? Okay, this is one of my favourite bands of this entire year. They headline Crystal uh, for Tramlines this year, and um, just before that, we saw them at the Rocking Chair, and they were fantastic. You know, there was about twenty people in a rocking chair. For a band this good, they're very much like the Smiths. Uh, female Ooh. fronted, got a female drummer as well, and they're called Desperate Journalist. And what's this one? This one is Control. Control on the Squeak. Follow us on Twitter at the Squeak.
So that's Desperate Journalist with Control, and as I say, they headlined Crystal for Tramlines. It's a fantastic band. There's something else live, then. Uh, well, just to give a shout-out to the, to the guys we mentioned last week, um, Molly and Ellie were playing at West Street Live on, was it the Sunday night? It was a Sunday night, yeah, after, after our show on the Sunday night. They were busking in Sheffield on Sunday day um, as part of their survival tour to make some money to, to just be able to survive and get some food and move on to the next um, venue. So how did, the, how did they end up? In, uh, getting on then at West Street Live, you did, we didn't we didn't go down, did we? Because we'd got it was a, well, yeah. it was a school night for me anyway. Yeah, we, you couldn't get there, but um, my brother Neil went. Um, he put them up for the night actually, uh, but apparently it was fantastic. Floodhounds headlined, and and these two girls uh, played well. And you know what West Street's like, uh, West Street Live is like with mm. the drinks offers. You know? Oh yeah, there's a, oh yeah. I always end up getting a bit of a tangle because I always end up on Desperados. Yeah, which are lovely. Uh, but after two or three, with the rest of the stuff that I've drunk, I'm just oh yeah, well, away, I'm gone. Well, they had offers on shots and things like that as well. So there was there was a lot of drunkenness that went around to the point where yeah. I believe that Neil and the girls and a few other people got chucked out of there by by the door staff at the end. Oh right, <laughs> even though it was their gig, <laughs> you know, in in a nice friendly way, um, and, yeah. and they, they ended up going down the road to the wicket both ends or something and, and carried on drinking which was probably not a great idea for yeah. them but, but they had a great night and they enjoyed, the girls enjoyed Sheffield and they're uh, currently continuing their survival tour do, do you know where they are now or? Uh, I genuinely don't right now um, ok but yeah uh, if you have a look at uh, do a Facebook search for Molly and Ellie um, two girls uh, they're, they're lovely girls and they, uh, they do some nice little sets Cool. Um, well, Danny Pietnik obviously was here for two weeks. Uh, two weeks. Two hours, two hours last yeah. week. He's not been here for two weeks. He did go home. Um, and he did... Uh, I just got this picture of him sleeping in the corner. Oh, Danny Pietnik? Yeah, for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he did go home. No, no, he didn't. He's, no. he's, he's bummed it in, in the other studio. <laughs> yeah, he's locked in a room somewhere. Um, no, he did... Uh, where did he do? The green room on Wednesday. Yeah, green room. Yeah. Well, I was going to go down. I texted him. I said, "What time are you on?" Because I thought, you know, at eight o'clock, something like that. He says, oh, "I'm not until 10. I'm like, Ooh, it's my bedtime now. Oh, never school night. Yeah. So I didn't go down. But he said it was a good night. It was fairly quiet. But Wednesday night in, in town was it's going to be really. But he said he enjoyed it. Yeah, and Danny's playing Made of Vale on the third, which is on Thursday. Is that uh, right? Yes, Thursday, yeah. yeah. So, uh, if you fancy catching Danny Pianney, if you like what you heard last week, then uh, get yourself down to the Maid of Ale on Thursday. That's if he finds it, because he didn't know where it was. Oh, yeah, I know. He's a bit of a, he's a, bit of a fool, actually, Danny, sometimes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I think I think we managed to point him in the right direction, which is which is good. Um, and, and I think I'm going to go, actually, because I'm, 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 I'm off the day after, so I don't have to be up. I might be tempted to uh, have a wander around. Have down, a you? join. It's yeah. going to be a busy week, so I'm, I'm, I'm at the match Tuesday night, and then I'm at the gig Thursday night, so busy week for me. So yeah, if you fancy that, um, I think tickets are free. Um, and there's a few there's a few on as well. Yeah, you, apparently it's not so. just Danny, so it should be, it should be a good night. Uh, what else were we going to mention? Uh, I've got the note of um, some... Uh, some Albums that are coming out, which are, seem a bit unusual. Firstly, I, I read yesterday that apparently Barack Obama, the U.S. president, is mm. to going is going to feature on the next Coldplay album. Really? So, yeah, which I found a bit odd. But yeah, apparently they've got a, a recording of him singing "Amazing Grace" in a church as oh. part of uh, some tribute ceremony that he was at, and they're going to sample that and put it into the new Coldplay album. All right, which is a bit interesting. And then from there, I also read that. Pope Francis, the current Pope, he's got a, a, a rock album coming out, which is his sermons with uh, kind of prog rock undertones, which sounds absolutely bizarre. Oh, well, um, will, it, will it be on Spotify? That's the question. That is the question. <laughs> Do you think Pope Francis needs his 0.06 pence per play um, for, for the church? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, and Barack Obama. Look out! Look out for those, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think it's worth giving a shout out to. Uh, I've, I've been meaning to do it, uh, and I keep forgetting. Um, the Masons Arms in Hillsborough has oh, yeah. recently been uh, taken over, and they're they're having a lot of live bands on Saturdays. Every Saturday there's a live band on, um, and it's 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 a it's a good venue. Um, it's sort of fallen away over the last few years. Um, not been a very busy boozer, but now they've taken over and they've sort of. Um, built it as a live venue on a Saturday. It's it's really good. So if you if you fancy um, if you if you're down that way, 
It's on Langsett Road in Hillsborough, and it's uh, it's, a, it's a, it, they've had it all done up and everything now. So oh, it's, it's been had, done up. Yeah, it? it's had a facelift, um, and I say they've got they've got bands on every Saturday, and they've got they're on Facebook. It's the Masons, the Masons Arms, funny enough. Yeah, because yeah. that's what that's, it's called. That's the name uh, of the venue. Yeah, yeah. but Hillsborough's lacked a kind of uh, live music venue for a long time. Yeah, you know? well, I think since the deep end went, yeah. uh, I mean, the ball had a couple of bands on, but yeah, but um, there's. Uh, uh, the Java Lounge next year. They've they've done a few kind of featured evenings where they have bands on. Uh, Catfish and the Bottom End played there just a couple of years ago. Yeah. They, they do it every so often, but next year they're going to do it a little bit more regularly, I believe. So well, I've, I've only been in the place once. Uh, it's fairly small, isn't it? Yeah, it's fairly small. It's very intimate. It's yeah. like, I think they charge like a fiver or something to get in just yeah. to pay the bands because it it is bands that you know you wouldn't expect to be in there. As I say, Catfish and the Bottom End played there. Reverend and the Makers played there. Uh, was it last year? Mm. Um, and I've seen some of the names that, that are down to p- potentially play next year, and it looks like it's going to be something fantastic. It's one of those kind of uh, destination venues to go to and mm. check out. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, uh, well, as we always say, if you know anybody that's got uh, that's in a band or you you want your music played, just just send it as in. Get in touch on on Twitter without the squeak, Facebook dot com slash the squeak. Um, and get your get your music heard. Yeah, we're, we're open to giving an audience to kind of any local music. That's yeah, what we're all about. Yeah. Um, so please get in touch. Have we got one more before we end, James? Oh, one more. Yeah, let's uh, let's go for it. Um, let's play uh, the next one. In fact, on on that album, which is uh, another band from Manchester called Moscow that I really love. These also featured on. Uh, they featured at Crystal for tram lines as well. Yeah, just making sure we've got the right track. We don't want another <laughs> song two disaster. Yes, yeah. So who's this then, James? I weren't listening. This is a band called Moscow, uh, Manchester-based again, um, but they do a lot of shows in Sheffield, really good. What's this one called? Down Hellfire. Whoa. <laughs> Moscow with Hellfire. 
and just just about time. They were a bit different. They were a bit heavier, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, very uh, kind of dark indie kind of based. Well, just about time for us to say goodbye. It's been it's been a lot quicker only doing an hour this week. DJ Ski is back at yes. three. Um, so join us on Thursday. Uh, we'll be not on the radio. I mean, we'll be <laughs> going to see Danny Pietnik at the Maid Vale. Hopefully, well, I will be anyway. Um, get yourself down to that. Uh, just time for us to say goodbye. Do anything in the week, James? Uh, no plans. No Absolutely. Plans. No. We should have we should have rehearsed <laughs> that, shouldn't we? But we didn't. Okay. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to podcast on the show. So look out for that. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 See you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.